I'm like, I swear to God, if it is the back right tire, <laughs> and it was, the brand spanking new tire was already flat. And so I Welcome back to another episode of Too Much About Nothing. I'm Marissa. I'm Bridget. And I'm Izzy. Welcome back. We've been away for a little bit. Hello. A little bit, meaning <laughs> like a week. A week, <laughs> a week but it feels like a long time. It does feel like a long time. That is right. How's everybody been? Why, uh, why were we gone for so long? Should we talk about that first? Mm. Or do you want to bring that up a little bit Let's later? Let's bring that up a little bit later because I feel like it could aid us in a segue. Yeah, we um, love a good segue. But okay, so how, how are we doing now in the present area of our lives? <laughs> good words. As well spoken. Well. <laughs> um, so eloquent. I'm, I'm good. Um, yesterday, I got the second dose of my COVID vaccine. Um, I, got the, I got the Pfizer. Um, I will say that a lot of people were having really negative um, reactions to the vaccine. I did not at all. No fever, no chills. Um, my arm hurt. I had some body aches this morning that are basically gone now. Um, I'm a little fatigued, but uh, really I'm fine. Like I was expecting much worse. Like I basically prepared today to be a day that I didn't have to get anything done. And I got at least like two things done. So um, yeah. And the past few weeks have been fine. They've been busy as we're going to talk about. Um, I saw Izzy and Bridget last Saturday in person, which was very nice. It was Bridget's boyfriend's slash Izzy and my friend's. I should just start claiming him as my friend. Yeah. It was my friend's birthday, mm-hmm. and Izzy, Izzy and Bridget were also there. <laughs> <laughs> oh. right, so I guess that's like the only exciting thing that's happened in my life. What's happening with, with, with you guys? Yeah. Oh, and I put air in my tires for the first time today. And I explained oh my gosh, it to you're her. You're so adult. Um, Will came with me for moral support. I was like, have you done this? Did before? you get a gauge? I did. I have a gauge now. Put the air in my tires. It's fun because like with the meter, you put quarters in and it doesn't tell you, it says you have four minutes, but it doesn't like have a timer that shows you where you're at. So it's like four minutes go. And you're like, do, 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 do. And you're like trying to. Like... <laughs> um, and hopefully uh, my tires stay inflated and they don't have like small leaks. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's my one of mine has a leak. I just top it off every like three weeks. <laughs> you should definitely get that fixed. You should bring it back to Mr. Tire because I'm pretty sure it's from when they did a patch. Okay, so, quick side note. Once upon a time, I had really shitty luck with all wheels. <laughs> and I was driving Izzy's car because she's the best and was letting me use it. And I was going all the way out to but frick maryland in the middle of nowhere <laughs> but frick maryland yes but frick maryland, <laughs> my favorite area to do a show and i was commuting like an hour there and an hour back every day and night and it was late at night and i was driving and i went through some construction and i like went up onto something and <laughs> back right tire <laughs> like driving onto like a it could have been anything if we're being honest it was far too late and i may have been a little too sleepy to be driving at that point but what's Great. past is past <laughs> <laughs> and i basically got a hole in izzy's back right tire so my dad and i took it to get the tire replaced got the tire replaced great everything's fine i then am getting a flat tire in both of my tires of my bike because I was riding it to Starbucks in the morning because I was working at Starbucks and I was in a show. And so that happened and I had to get those replaced. And then later in the summer, I was still doing the show and I was in a Nordstrom parking lot because I was getting dinner at the mall in between a two-doche, a two-show day for you who are not theater people. You're not hip lingo. I was backing out of the Nordstrom parking lot and I noticed that my tires were kind of like wiggly wobbly and I was like this ain't right and then all of a sudden the tire and I'm like I swear to god if it is the back right tire (laughs) and it was 
the brand spanking new tire was already flat. And so I had to call the theater where I was working and one of my castmates came and was a deer and put the donut on the car so that I could get home that night. And then Izzy had to bring it back to the Mr. Tire because as said before, I was working crazy amounts and this is gonna really segue into what we're talking about later. In the tire, thank goodness this place does free repairs, they patched it for free, but they came out to Izzy. Hold, let me take over. The guy comes out <laughs> from behind the counter and he goes, would you like to see what was in your tire? <clears throat> and I say, sure. And he comes out with about a six inch, six inch long steel metal um, wrench. A six inch long steel metal wrench had from a Nordstrom parking lot? Had wedged its way vertically into the tire. So the only part you could see sticking out of the tire was the little nut end that you use to like take nuts out. And, <laughs> and we um, kept the wrench and it's now, and now lives on a refrigerator on a magnet. End of story. So I'm convinced that the leak in the tire is from when they patched it and it's just an old patch. Because it is the back right yeah. tire. Um, it's always, this is always, because the tire I popped, um, it was the same tire that was super low on air, which is also, again, like the new tire that they put. Mm. Well, it was a used tire that they put on my car, but it was new to me. <laughs> mm, mm. So, Bridget, how was your week? <laughs> my week was good. I didn't have to deal with any tires this week. Um, so that's a really great, that's a great start. <laughs> um, have I been tired? Oh, my God. I was thinking that and I didn't say it. <laughs> I knew you were thinking it. That's why I said it. Um, I have been tired, but I haven't had to deal with a tire. So I've been working, teaching piano, tutoring, um, had a busy weekend celebrating with my boyfriend and his family and our friends kind of for his birthday stuff. So that took up most of my weekend. And then this week has been pretty much just working. Um, yeah, I'm definitely like I so I don't have to tutor on Friday, which I'm looking forward to like having a little bit of a sort of an off day, even though I'll be teaching in the evening, but that'll be nice. How about you, Is? I had a big news, right? Yeah, I had a big news. I had a pretty good week. Um I had an audition on Monday, which was really oh, fun. Right. And yeah, Bridget just had her <laughs> I audition. Just, I just had an audition too. Really fun experience. I did well in the first half and then the second half. I definitely bombed, but it's You're okay. You're fine. The person was really nice about it and everything yeah. was fine. So, and it wasn't even a real audition. So it's okay. I also had kind of a wonky audition, but like, it was like, it was a, it's just a very super chill scenario. So like, I wasn't super stressed about it. Did I do my best? I think I did my best in the time that I could do it. Yeah. Was it my best ever? No, but it was fine. Um, but it was good to like perform again and act again and sing. Um, and then I was just nannying and stuff, and I interviewed for a um, position. I got an email on Monday, last Monday, saying, hey, can you interview for this position on Wednesday? I interviewed for the position on Wednesday, and on Friday, I found out that I got the job. Yay! So um, I will be starting at a university in the area as a staff assistant, um, and I'm very, very excited. It's not like a career job. It's like one to two years. In that time, I might potentially pursue a master's because that's one of the perks of working for a university. Um, who knows? We're going to see how it goes, but I'm excited for it. Everyone's super nice. Has been really nice. Um, so yeah, I'm wrapping up my time with nannying. I'm going to still continue to do my side hustle jobs because um, one is for my father and the other is for um, my really good friend and teacher so like I don't want to give those up um so yeah that was a really high a good high and then spent time with my boyfriend which was fun and spent time with my son Bridget and Bridget's mm -hmm. boyfriend also my friend and yeah we could also just say our boyfriend because he's a yeah. friend who's a boy yeah I but that does kind of make it seem like we're in a in like a, quad, in a, a quadril a quaffle a quaffle we're in a quaffle, a quaffle, if you will. Oh. <laughs> and another exciting thing was um, one of my really good friends, my best friend, and one of our biggest listeners um, moved to DC. So she's here now, and I yeah. helped her move in. And now I get to see her a lot, which. Yeah. 
a PSA is every everyone should move to DC or the DC yeah. adjacent area. Yeah, I've been contacted by two people mm-hmm. this week who are moving here, and I think we're just we're attracting yeah. humans. Come to me. Uh, Come to us. I'm vaccinated now, so let me hold your face. Um, oh, like so lick your eyeballs, you know. Mm. You're so lucky. I missed you licking my eyeballs because mm. I know all the time before. I mean, when, when COVID is gone, the first thing I'm going to do is just go make out with people I don't know. Yeah, I, don't even, yeah. I don't even want to. I just like want to, you know. Yeah, yeah. that just makes. <laughs> Anyways, so why did we not do a episode last week? Yeah, so we just were texting each other last week and we were throwing around ideas for an episode and like there were a few ideas we're like no I don't know and I don't know and like we I was just like I'm really honestly feeling pretty burnt out like I'm nothing really really tired I'm not feeling motivated I feel like if we do this podcast I'm gonna be phoning it in Mm -hmm. and I think everyone was feeling that way and it was just I really haven't felt burnt out in a long time, but then like last week and the week before, I really was like, I don't, I was just like burnt. I felt like I was burning the candle at both ends. Like, and it's funny because there's definitely been times in my life when I've been busier, but I think it's just like, the there's a lot of factors that we're going to talk about, but like, yeah. I think, yeah. So we decided idea. that due to last week, we thought, why don't we do an episode about jobs we've had? and burnouts we've faced and how we've gone through them or not gone through them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so this episode is definitely going to be one of those heavier ones that we do sometimes. We haven't really done one that was like, not since maybe like self-care. I mean, yeah. And that's not even that heavy, but yeah, you know, it's so, like a five pounder. I'm not sure. <laughs> I hate you. We crawl that. So first do we want to go around? Do we just want to like say the jobs that we've had all of them i don't know like a fast list yours is he now that you've filled out the like (laughs) identification like survey verification thing um i've had a handful um i worked uh so sales is my first job like my first real job that wasn't like not that nannying isn't a real job i nannied when i was in high school but it was one kid a couple days a week super easy like he was old enough that he really like just needed someone to make sure that he did his homework and like I would play with him but he could also play by himself like he was I think eight seven or eight you know like an age where they're kind of self-sufficient I needed to be there like in case of an emergency but he really could like handle himself pretty well um but then I was a sales associate at children's place for a summer um summer after that I was a singing ice cream waitress which although it was performing was also like actual waitressing and like food prep. Um, and then I have been a writing tutor at college. I might have mentioned it once or twice. Um, I worked at Kate Spade. I worked at this um, adventure escape room-esque place called Five Wits. Um, I worked at Kate Spade and Five Wits at the same time, the same summer. And then um, I now have my current jobs which are an admission job at a school that I'm not disclosing because privacy then also um I work at an ice cream shop in the city as well it's pretty obvious which one it is there aren't that many um <laughs> uh and and I work both of those jobs right now I think that's all my jobs yeah I nannied a little bit I was more of like a mother's helper that was my first job and then I was a lifeguard throughout high school during the summers and then getting into college, um, the summer after freshman year, I worked, <clears throat> whoa, hello voice. <clears throat> I worked um, at a jewelry store called Lulu's in the city. I forgot that you did that. I worked yeah. literally almost every location in the city. Mm-hmm. I moved around a lot. And then after Lulu's, so sophomore year, you worked in admission or for... End of sophomore year, I started working for um, the Office of Campus Activities at Catholic. I worked there throughout the, that summer, summer before junior year, and you I worked- were in HSA sophomore year too, right? Oh, mm-hmm. yes. That was another job. I forgot about that one. Oh I was an, a hall security assistant my sophomore year, so I worked shifts from, they were from midnight to 3 a.m., like three days a week. Um, whew, 
Oof. Um, that was sophomore year. And then I got the office of campus activities job and I had that job the summer before junior year. And then I had, I was working as, at the office of campus activities first semester, junior year and in the costume shop. And then I went to London, didn't have a job while I was in London, came back and I worked that summer before senior year in the Dean of Students as a content creator for this like drug and alcohol campaign they were doing part-time. I was also had an internship that I eventually left and I had, and I was um, a hostess at a local restaurant by Catholic. And then during senior year, I worked at Starbucks um, and really liked working at Starbucks. It, we'll get there too. Um, and then I eventually left Starbucks after I graduated. My first job was an insurance coordinator for <laughs> my, my first job out of college was as an insurance coordinator for a dental office it for like so two 20. weeks. That's so it was for a month. Um, <laughs> I didn't realize that that was going to kill me. Um, love the people. It was going to kill me. And then I got a job as a lead teacher at preschool. That also was going to kill me, so I left that. Well, you were a lead teacher at a preschool that didn't exist yet. <laughs> yes. <That was> the <laughs> whole thing. It still might not. Yeah. I honestly don't know. I have no idea. And then I left Ooh. the preschool job, and I started working for a local marketing company. Um, left that job. Do, I do content for my dad and for that other thing that my teacher does, um, the food thing. And then I was nannying, and now I'm working at a university. Oh my gosh. Izzy, what a Izzy's saga. Idea. I really Ooh. have hit all of the like types of job marks you can hit. Mm-hmm. And I always come back to admin somehow. You're so good at it. Whatever. <laughs> um, I always come back to teaching or something like that. So when I was in high school, I was like a camp counselor over the summers for the mm. local theater. And then when I came to college, summer after my freshman year, I was also an intern at a um like kids theater company and then I started working at Starbucks my sophomore year um and then I did this audition ambassador job thing it was I think that might have been my junior year the fall before we left for Mm -hmm. London but that was basically like helping run auditions on campus at CUA. Super fun to do that and like meet potential incoming that. freshmen. Yeah, we all like did it, but I actually like was one of it. the people who got paid. Yeah. We were volunteers, she got paid. Yeah. <laughs> Volunteering though, that was a, that was that a, was a blast. I forget about that. Um, yeah. And then after sophomore year, oh, I also worked at Kidville. Oh my God, I worked after at Kidville. freshman year. <laughs> I worked at Kidville too. Oh my gosh, about that. which is basically like we, I worked doing, <laughs> Izzy and I worked doing kids' birthday parties at different times. I don't think we, we ever have, worked together. We did work together. Oh, we did? Yeah. I must have blacked. I must no, have blacked it was out. a bad one. Yeah. Um, so we were, we basically ran like kids' birthday parties, mostly for like young kids, like toddlers. Um, bougie. Bougie, bougie. Bougie, yeah. And then after sophomore year, I did a show um, with a local dinner theater which means you probably know what it was um and I worked at Starbucks and I did Kidville and then junior year I still worked at Starbucks and then and I was doing Kidville and I think that was when I started singing at this church where my dad was I think that was junior year and then after London, came back, worked at Starbucks. <laughs> God, this is like a lot of, I work, I was a barista for so long. Mm-hmm. You yeah, were. I, I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that either. Did you really start sophomore year? Yeah. But didn't you, you started the summer before junior year. No, it was the end of sophomore year. Yeah. It was huh. like May or April. Yeah, it was May. Hmm. Um, so the summer before senior year, I worked at Starbucks sang at church. Nanny. Nanny. Yeah. I babysat a lot. And then now after college, I graduated and also started working for a dentist. Um, (laughs) it was a remote work job and I was like scheduling appointments. And I, if you know me, I am terrible with technology and I absolutely should not have had that job, but 
I made it work and my boss really liked me. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to go teach preschool. And then I got Izzy into that teaching preschool too. And then we were both like, oh, this is terrible. We need to leave. Um, and now I'm teaching piano and I'm still singing at a church and still doing odds and ends. What else do I do? Tutor. Tutor. I tutor. I'm not babysitting, but I tutor. I've upgraded. (laughs) Upgrades. So as you can see, between the three of us, we have all basically covered like every category of job besides Mm -hmm. like medicine. None of us are doctors, nor have we ever worked in the medical field. Oh my gosh. So don't ask us any questions about that because we won't tell you. The most I know about medicine is from watching Grey's Anatomy, and I know that's fake. Um, Okay, so we've had a lot of jobs, and as you can tell by the rate of turnover, not all of them were great fits. And some (laughs) of the reason was because they were soul-crushing, or we were just getting burnt out because it required a lot of energy without a lot of reward. Um, And some of them, they just came to an end, like naturally, because of the timing or because of the pandemic. Um, So I think we can kind of talk about some of the jobs where like it stands out in our memory that, oh my gosh, this was definitely one where I was like burnt out, I needed to be done, or I was burnt out and muscled through it somehow. So do you have one in your mind, Marissa? Oh, yeah. And like, it's so funny to me because I was thinking about it and like last, so summer before senior year of college, I was working two jobs, but I, this wasn't the time I was burnt out. I was working two jobs and they were both part-time and one job I was said I was available like Wednesday, Thursday, second half of Saturday, Sunday. And then the other job, it was like Monday, Tuesday, Friday, first half of Saturday. And like most Saturdays I was easily working like, like a 12 hour day, like 12, 13, 14 hour days, but I didn't feel burnt out. Like, and I, I wasn't working every day because one of the jobs I really didn't get that many hours at, but like, I was working a lot, but I didn't feel burnt out. But I think it was because like, especially with my job at Five Wits, I really, the people there, some of them I'm still friends with now, like, I, it was fun to go to work. And yes, it was work, but like, everyone pulled their weight. Everyone did what they were supposed to do. Like, we had a good time. It wasn't perfect, but like, I looked forward to going to that job, even though it was like a 12 75 an hour minimum wage job in Massachusetts and that was also when I was still with my parents so I didn't have to like worry about paying for gas or food or housing so like it was just different whereas the job that I think of where like I was like burnt out was when I was a singing ice cream waitress which there was a lot going on (laughs) with uh that job and the people in my personal life. And like, it was, it, there were a lot of factors in it, but I know a big factor for me was not necessarily feeling the support from the people above me. Um, it's just good to, it, to have a supervisor or a boss who's like checking in and is like, Hey, I've, you know, noticed X, Y, Z. Hey, if you need time, like even at my job now, when at the ice cream place, like sometimes you got to go cry in the deep freezer. Like that's fine. Like, <laughs> like I and and both of my jobs now even though I've been feeling a bit burnt out recently are so open to talking about it with me and like one of the jobs my admission job they're encouraging me after we hit the deadline this Friday to like take some days off I've accrued enough overtime they're like take some days off like just tell us request it we'll approve it you'll be fine and with my ice cream job um they announced they're going to be open until midnight now and I was like if I am at work until midnight, I'm not going, I'm not going to go to bed until close to 2am. And well, cause at work until midnight means at work until 1am, which means not going to bed till close to 2am, which means getting up at 6am means four hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. And my manager was like, Oh no, 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 no. You shouldn't be doing that. And so they adjusted it for the time being. And like my ice cream, this is a long winded way of saying when I was a singing ice cream waitress, I didn't, you basically worked, you had basically one and a half days off a week and you couldn't change what day it was. You couldn't swap shifts with someone if you weren't feeling like working or you felt sick. It was like too, too bad. I did not feel the support from the top at all. And that definitely made me feel burnt out. My sleep schedule was super weird. I would go to bed at like three in the morning, wake up at like two in the afternoon, eat something, do nothing, eat dinner before going into work at five, 
and then get, eat Wawa at like three in the morning. So no, no shit. I was burning out. Like I wasn't, I was eating at super weird times. I wasn't like going outside. Like that <laughs> mm. was a long winded way of saying so, that. How <laughs> felt burnt out. Like obviously you left the singing waitress job because you went back to yes, college. My contract. It kind of just came to an end. Um, were there ways that you would cope with the burnout while you were still doing the job? Um, honestly, no, because the thing, like I, it was my first time experiencing, I think like real, real burnout. Like I had obviously, when I first got to college was adjusting to being in classes all the time and being tired, but like, and you know, being in rehearsal, like tech week rehearsals when you were on crew freshman year, but like I had worked it out. Um, but it was my first time experiencing real burnout and genuinely like, I think the fact that the contract was ending was what I needed. Like, and it sucks to say that sometimes it's like, no, there's nothing that I I really did. What I did was probably not super healthy. I ended up eating a lot of junk. I ended up sleeping a lot. I had a gym membership that I used at the beginning of the summer, but by the end of the summer, I was not really using. Um, I mean, I talked to my parents a lot. I was very reliant on my parents for like emotional support, which was, you know, if you have people in your life for emotional support, that's always, it's always good to be able to rely on other people when you're feeling burnt out. <laughs> what about you, Bridge? Do you have, is there something that like sticks out in your mind? Ever? Oh yeah, definitely. I, <laughs> I mean, you know, because I lived you lived with it. me. Yeah, <laughs> Like it affected you too. Um, so summer after my sophomore year, first of all, sophomore year, the ending of it specifically was just like a lot on all of us, like our little friend group and probably everybody in their sophomore year has had some kind of big thing that happened that really just like wore on them or kind of helped them become more of an adult. But the end of sophomore year was a lot. We moved into our first apartment and then I was working from like five or 6 a.m. till sometimes 11 or midnight. Um, because I was a barista in the morning and then sometimes I would babysit in the afternoon and then I would have rehearsals some evenings and like as the summer went on it picked up and picked up until I was doing shows like six or seven days a week sometimes two shows a day and weekends and like on weekends and still like doing barista stuff and still so and and this was all because I was saving up because I wanted to study abroad my junior year and I was like starting to become more independent from my parents and like paying my own rent and my own bills. Um, and so my motivation was like, I need to get as much money as I can right now. But that was at the cost of like my social life, my mental health, my physical well-being. I was always exhausted and like barely eating. And when I did eat, sometimes it was like crappy food that I got from, you know, a Starbucks break, which like, you shouldn't sustain yourself on that. <laughs> and like too much coffee give you <laughs> and weird too peeps. little water. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I was a crabby person and like the only good thing about that. Okay. Well, there were good things about it for sure. Like I had some experiences and like was able to take on responsibilities and like kind of like test some limits, which you need to be able to do. Um, but, and there was an end in sight. It was like after the summer I was going to be done. And I literally, like, I willingly did not audition for the fall musical. I like I assistant directed because I didn't want to be in a show after that. Like I wanted to have some evenings or some flexibility to like work and to not like, not that I would have gotten cast necessarily, but like, I didn't even want to be in the running because I wanted to have a breath. Didn't we sit you down and say like, I think, yeah, I, I think, think you I guys think, also were like, you can't do I anything. Think, I, I'm pretty <laughs> like, sure. Don't do anything. Our other roommate, Mary Grace, I'm pretty sure we sat Bridget down and we were like, you can't be in the fall show. And the only way that you can take yourself completely out of the running is to ask if you can assist and direct it. And then you like, there's no chance of you being in it and you can make your terms clear. Of Which what was you like, good because <laughs> I wanted to try my hand at that. And I learned a lot about myself and like, directing in general um especially like such a big musical as it was but yeah and then another example which Izzy will be able to speak to as well was like we both worked at a preschool and I love teaching and I love kids but this was like 
9 a.m. to 6 p.m., but our commute was almost an hour. So we were up at like six or seven and then it's all day with a lot of energy. And the well, only and thing we have is like an hour for lunch. It's also during COVID. Yeah. And I was going to say, to, to clarify, yeah. you got hired. It was, it's a preschool. It's like a mini chain. Mm-hmm. And you got hired at a location that was going to be in Bethesda, correct? Which would have been. Or like, which would have been a half hour from where like we are. 30 minutes from where you are, which is about how far I go for work now. But then that location was under construction and kept getting delayed because of COVID. And so you were assigned to what the Gaithersburg location, which mm-hmm. is like an hour from me. Like it's not close. Right. So not only were you not necessarily doing the job you were assigned, you weren't even at the location that you were assigned to. Like, yeah, so- we were supposed to be like lead teachers, which basically means we were going to have our own classrooms and like be able to like make our own lesson plans and like really develop a bond with the kids and um and we didn't like, get to do that we didn't we didn't do that we were instead bouncing around from classroom to classroom which wasn't covid safe and granted like they had to reduce their staff because of everything but like we also were getting sick a lot because it was our we, yeah, yeah we were luckily never covid but it was just our immune systems being introduced to a preschool setting we like had to miss work because of that and there was no, um, like what Marissa was saying, the support from the people above you, like there wasn't any real attempt at forming a relationship with the like Bethesda teachers. Um, there was no like real transparency with about what was going on with that particular branch. Um, we all kind of felt like we were just being juggled around and we didn't know for how long. And when you don't have that like stability, it's really easy to be like, I don't know what my role is. And we were also being like constantly like flung into situations without any warning. Like I was a substitute for a classroom full of three-year-olds for a week and nobody told me I was going to do it. Like I got a sticky note saying you're subbing mm-hmm. for miss so-and-so And that was every day for a week. And I was like, I didn't know to expect that. Like nobody told me, Hey, um, like, I think you're going to do a really great job doing this. This is what your plan is for this week. Like just follow the whatever. Luckily the teacher left me a lot of notes. Like that was really helpful, but no one approached me like anyway. So there was just a lack of communication and connection. And granted, like from, from the beginning, Izzy and I were both kind of like, everyone seems kind of cold. Like nobody came up and introduced themselves to us. They were really nice in the interview, which is why we were so, I I was so attracted to it in the first place was because like these people seem really nice and welcoming. And we got there and everyone was super cold. Yeah. Like had no interest in getting to know us as new teachers at all. Um, And slowly we were there for about three months. And both Bridget and I, the, I think the only way we got through it was because we were doing it together and we yeah. like had car rides to unpack things and like decompress on our drives home, but we didn't have a social life. We were completely burnt out. Yeah. Um, and like no energy to even do anything with the time that we had. You know, yeah, like, we'd get home and we would just eat dinner. Even on weekends, I was like, I don't want to do anything. Mm-mm. Yeah. And granted, it's all during COVID, so, like, we couldn't do much if we wanted to. True. But <laughs> that probably also added to the fact that we were just, there was, like, we were burnt out and there was nothing to do. Um, but it also, like, having jobs like that is good because you don't know what you like unless you do something that mm-hmm. you don't. And I know now I can't do a job that's that monotonous where every day is the same and every day is that demanding. Like my job right now, I have a few of them, but I like that. I like that every day I have a little bit of a skip. Like, granted, it's kind of insane, and no one's. Everyone's like, I don't know where you are today, Bridge, and I'm like, I don't know either. It's in my Google Calendar. <laughs> but every day is a little different. So I like vari- variability and variety. The way, variety. Yeah. the way we got out of that job was we both mutually quit. Oh yeah, we walked out. 
Um, it was a bad. It was that's a bad a story for another day. Yeah, that was that's a, gonna yeah. raise my blood pressure. That was it was a bad experience, bad management all around. We were not being treated right as employees, and we recognized that, so we left. So and if you if you want to know about the demon toaster and our bad preschool experience, message us on Instagram. Well, the people people did vote and said they wanted to hear the story of the demon toaster. So at some point, we do have to tell. Brian McDonald was the only person who said no. Um, he's just being sassy because he's sad his hamster is fake. I know fake hamster, Brian. Um, (laughs) but then, yeah. And I mean, something that like I learned from the, you know, like maybe I didn't with that job, my first job where I felt burnt out, like I didn't do anything for that time. But like when I first started working both of my jobs now, uh, back in like August, I was talking to my manager at the time at, um, the ice cream job. Cause that's like an hourly job where you can adjust your availability. And she was like, if there's a day you need off, like, and you would like to have a set day off each week, like, let me know. And at first I was like, no, I don't need that. And then I realized I needed a guaranteed day that I didn't work. Mm-hmm. I, my Saturdays, I don't work either job. Same. Set those boundaries for yourself. One job is Monday through Friday in the mornings. And, and then my ice cream job is kind of all over the place and I'll work Sundays and I'll work Friday nights. But I was like, every Saturday I know that I'm not working. And even sometimes, even if I have a Saturday that's pretty slow and I get a text being like, hey, can you cover my shift or can you come in? And if it's a Saturday, I say no. Because I'm like, I need to know where my boundaries are to prevent that burnout from happening. Mm-hmm. And you know, it might happen anyway, but like at least I, I know in my mind that it's like, I have a day where I, I can maybe not set an alarm. Mm-hmm. Which is, is something important that I learned as far as like preventing burnout. So is what about you? So besides other than, other than the preschool, yeah. other than the preschool, right. that was one of my big burnouts, and I think also one of the no, that's a lie. So in college, in college, I was busy all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was kind of conditioned to the like constant state of burnout. I think not like in a bad way. I just was like on a constant like go 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 go. So like. I don't know. But I think the first instance would be when I, the summer before my senior year, I was working in the Dean of Students. I had an internship and then I was a hostess. So I would go to the Dean of Students from nine to noon. I would go to my internship from one to four and then I would hostess until late at night. Um, And I quickly realized I really did not like my internship. It was unpaid. There was another intern who would not let me do any of the work. Um, She like, I tried to explain to her that I have two other jobs and that I only ever work on the internship stuff when I'm at the internship. I was like, this is how I'm setting boundaries for myself and I'm gonna do the work when I'm here. I'm not going to go home and work on this stuff because that I'm not getting paid. No, Um, I have to go do another job that's actually paying me in order to sustain myself. And she completely disrespected that and instead would do my work for me, which one reflected poorly on me and two, I didn't ask for it. And three showed that she didn't trust me to get the work done. Um, So eventually the reason I was doing the internship was because I needed another intern credit to graduate. After talking things through with an advisor and figuring out a way to get that internship credit done throughout the school year, through little things, I was like, okay, I'm leaving this internship. And I finished out one day of work for them. And I went and sat in a park and called my boss and was like, hey, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm leaving. Um, She wasn't too happy, but it was definitely the thing that I needed to do in order to free up my time. Because then I would work in the dean students from nine to 12. And then I'd have a little break in the middle of my day to do what I wanted. And then I would go hostess. Um, And like Marissa's job, the hostessing wasn't like every night. It was kind of random. Um, but I think by quitting that internship, I, um, prevented what could have been a really bad burnout. I think that would have affected my social life leading into senior year. And I was also the president of a club and like dealing with other things that like come along with senior year. So I think I definitely like prevented what could have been a really bad burnout. Um, With the dentist job I had right after school, part of the reason why I ended up leaving it was because I would come home. I only, I was only there for 
a month, but it was a lot of learning because it was an insurance coordinator and I don't know <laughs> shit about insurance. And every day I was there, I was learning something new and punching numbers into um, little like code things and calling insurance companies to verify a patient's insurance. And like, I was wearing scrubs for crying out loud. And my hours mm. there were from 7am to 6pm, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I had Tuesdays off. And I was still living in DC commuting to Arlington. So it was about a 30 minute drive both ways. So I'd have to leave at like 630. I was awake at six. I got home at 630 PM. Um, and I just like, I got, I remember getting home one day and sitting on the couch and saying to Mary Grace, am I going to be this tired every single day? And she was like, probably because all day long I was staring at a screen. And so that was another time where I felt the burnout like creeping in. And then Bridget came to me with the preschool opportunity. And I was like, oh, that sounds less soul crushing. Let me just interview for this and see what happens. And I got it. And I ended up leaving the, the um, dentist job too, because I felt that burnout creeping in. And then burned out with the, with the preschool job. I was, had a pretty good thing going for me after the preschool job. I was, I was okay. Um, <laughs> then I started nannying. And I think Bridget recognized it in me first. and was the first one to be like, how are you? Um, because I just would come home from nannying and granted, I'm only doing it three days a week, only for six hours a day, but I would get home and just, I was exhausted. Um, and I still feel like that. I'm still nannying and I still get home when I'm exhausted, but I'm leaving. I'm not nannying after two more weeks. I'm going to a new job. Um, so now there's like a light at the end of the tunnel, which helps me get through. Um, but yeah, I knew I, I wasn't going to make it past summer with nannying because I was like, I can't be this burnt out at the end of every single day um which is the whole thing where it's like be feeling burnt out really has nothing to do with the amount of time you're spending on a job because like yeah. you can have a job that you work six hours three days a week and feel burnt out with it but then work a nine to five monday through friday and not feel burnt out with right. it. right like, mm -hmm. so for I, me i yeah i realized for me it's the type of work i'm doing mm -hmm. i realized i am not one to really like working with kids younger than the age of like 12 probably like I I don't mind working with kids who are in their middle school years or high school years or college for that matter um but I definitely like younger kids for me is really tiresome um and now I've learned that it took working as a preschool teacher and I kind of knew that I wasn't gonna like nannying from the start I've never really liked nannying um but it hey it pays the bills um and it's what showed itself first so for me I'm not saying that for like a admin job isn't tiresome for me, but one that is work from home is, which is how mine is going to start out for the first several months, um, is less tiresome for me because I have the freedom to like stand up and like go get a snack or like do some jumping jacks, you know, <laughs> I like, ha I have, I, I am in control of my day, whereas sometimes when you're nannying, the children are in control of your day. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love them, but <laughs> if you know what I mean. Uh, and like, I know, and it's hard because I do really like the, the jobs I have now and I'm overall very happy with my choices, but these past couple of weeks have just been really crazy because my, my school job for now has been back on campus. Like I'm going in basically every day, like Monday through Friday. Um, I'm going, so it means waking up earlier and then like being around more people and commuting. And then um, the ice cream job, as it's beginning to get warmer out, um, we're going to start adding, like I just got my um, schedule for like the third week of March and it's way more than I've been working because we're going to start having more people on each day because we're going to be busier. And um we have a new manager who's really cool. I really like her actually. Like I think she's going to do really great things for the shop, but there's now a lot more being expected of the team leads, which is what I am. And I never was really taught certain things because expectations were a lot lower when I became a team lead. So I'm not, I'm like having to learn things that I never even knew were my responsibility. And I just had bad luck with, bad luck with shifts recently where it's like every shift, something has gone wrong. Like someone is called out or the drain decided to stop being a drain and just started spilling water all over the floor. Um, or like we've just, um, 
we had someone at the shop got COVID and like, I was not a close contact. I didn't, but there were about five of us there who were not close contacts and that we didn't work a shift with this employee in the past week and a half. And so then a, all of our shifts got changed. I ended up having to pick up an extra shift on Monday. Um, and I think it was, oh, Sunday, we were going to only be at doing pints of ice cream, but then two more people were cleared to come in. And so then like communication, it wasn't reached. It didn't, information didn't reach the people there. So the shop wasn't prepped when I came in. And it's just been like a lot of running around at that job. Um, as I've said, admission season is like January through the first week of March. So my other job has been really busy too, as far as going in and getting everything done. Like this Friday is like the day. Um, and I know everyone's feeling burnt out. Like I know my supervisors are feeling burnt out. I know the teachers are feeling burnt out. Like it's not easy and COVID isn't helping. Mm -hmm. Um, in a way though, yeah, we, we have written down one of the questions is, has COVID contributed to feeling of burnt out? Has it made anything easier? Has it made things harder? In a way though, for me at least, COVID has kind of taken the pressure off of social gatherings in a way, because when you feel burnt out and stuff, you can tend to feel like you want to just rest and you don't want to socialize or you don't want to go out or you don't want to go to that brunch you're invited to because you're burnt out but if you don't go FOMO and what will my friends think of me and then I don't have a social life so I should go and then you force yourself into this habit of going to things because you feel like you should go not that it's healthy for you um whereas with, now that there's COVID it has kind of taken the pressure off of social gatherings because they don't happen so unlike the other side of that for me though like one of the things that actually doesn't help me feeling when I feel burnt out is like if I do spend a day like laying around or doing nothing, I'm like, I have so much I need to be getting. Like, mm -hmm. I, don't, I just, I, I, I like having something to look forward to, I guess. Mm -hmm. That gives my life structure that isn't just work. I like being like, oh, I'm going to a bar with my friends on Saturday night. And like having that kind of as like the pull to get you through the week, like, yeah. which is, you don't, you can't have that get you through every single week but if it's like oh I'm actually really excited for this event that's gonna happen mm -hmm. it's like motivation it's like you're dangling a carrot and yeah. your own nose whereas now it's like okay well I guess this weekend I'm gonna sit in my house and watch tv the man who is not my man and I've been hanging out a lot which has been like a lot of fun like I love seeing him and he loves seeing me but the other day he looked at me and he was like do we just hang out we I may have talked about this before but he's like do we just hang out at your house too much and I was like what else can we do? Like, <laughs> but it's true. Like we, we like hanging out and we like seeing each other, but it's like, we want to, I know I want to like, I want to go to museums. I want to go to stores. Mm -hmm. I want to go to bars and restaurants and things that I haven't been to before. And like when it was warm out for a bit, I could, we could kind of still get a, like, everyone could still kind of get away with things, mm -hmm. but now it's like, and it's starting to get warm out again, but it, it's cold and gross out. Like I was going to say that I think winter is especially yeah. hard. And, like adding COVID as a layer is difficult, but just like February and March is tough. And March is to so just weird get through. because March takes you out like today. It's all warm and stuff. And who knows, two weeks from now it could be snowing. But yeah. like, yeah, I, I, I think, I think overall the weather and COVID has not helped burnout. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but where do you find the joy and motivation to keep going? This is for all of us to answer. I mean, definitely in still trying to find like the little things to look forward to. Um, long showers. Mm. <laughs> like a nice long shower. Um, good book. Like setting small rewards for yourself. Um, honestly, as maybe superficial as it sounds, but hopefully as relatable as it is, looking at the number in my bank account and being able to see it gradually going up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Being able to be completely financially independent from my parents at 22 is like great. My mom was telling someone about that the other day and they were like, oh, your daughter's like, even with everything that's happening, like, and it's like, yeah, I, I'm on their insurance and their phone plan, but I pay them for my portion of it. Mm -hmm. And like, I pay for gas and, and for rent and water and power. And like that feeling, like that internal feeling of reminding myself, like, Hey, your year 
since graduating, like so many people, even who had reliable plans, because, you know, my plan was to go into theater, still kind of is super reliable, I know. (laughs) Um, Even people that got like degrees and things that there are always jobs in had an issue getting jobs. Like Mm -hmm. normally there's always, for example, a call for, they always need marketing people and like social media managers and like, Mm -hmm. that's such a big thing. But companies with that are losing money because of COVID that some of the first things they reduced was like, well, we're not going to bring in another marketing person, like, Mm -hmm. which is again, a super reliable job. Like, (laughs) um, and so just knowing that and kind of reminding myself, like sometimes if I push myself a little bit now, when there's not even that much else to do, like it, it is already, it has already been worth it in like the short run. So I imagine it'll be even more worth it in the long run. And that hopefully someday I, I'll keep myself alive with that. Like after COVID, I'm going to take like a big trip. Like, yeah. Right. Myself. I'm like, after COVID, I'm going to go somewhere. No. But after COVID is so far away. What about you, Brig? Where do you find joy and motivation to keep going? Um, I really think that changing jobs as many times as we have has been a good choice. Like, mm-hmm. I know that some people probably would have been like, what are you doing quitting a nine to six reliable preschool job yeah. in the middle of COVID Tell my brother to go name. do blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But like, that was a really good decision and it was really hard, but I'm so glad that I did that. And like, I still get to teach and I get to work with kids that I love. I love my students and I'm doing something that I wouldn't have done before. And I'm like working on skills still and I'm working in, like in the arts still. So I'm really lucky to be using my degree, my bachelor's of music, when so many people who have graduated with that degree can't right now. Um, So that's like, just being really grateful for that is somewhere that I find joy and motivation to keep going and keep like trying to be a better teacher and just like seeing how like proud their parents are when they play Twinkle Twinkle (laughs) is like so cute. It makes me so happy or like just, I don't know. They're just, oh, they're so cute. Um, also, like, COVID has been helpful for my job personally. Like, I am able to teach in person, which is really great. We're masked and everything. And we do have little built-in, like, 15-minute breaks in between each lesson, which I actually appreciate because it, like, gives me a second. Because teaching is acting. And I am constantly improvising. So it's nice for me to have a little 15 to, like, get ready for my next student and like adjust myself as a teacher for that like new person. Um, so I'm using my degree a lot more than a lot of people are during this time. And I have variety in my week and like, I get to see the people that I love and like, granted, I don't get to see everybody every week, but I'm really lucky. So, and I do have that like dream far out of like traveling when all this is done so is um for me it's kind of similar to what marissa said i every friday night i typically go to my boyfriend's house and we watch wandavision oh yeah wandavision watch it if you haven't yeah it's really good but that is like a marvel movies how are you watching wandavision Oh, I don't know. I just watched WandaVision. Do I have yeah, to see every yeah, Marvel movie before that? You should have. It's fine. I basically know what happens now. Anyway, <laughs> don't do what Bridget did. Watch the Marvel movies first and then watch WandaVision. Okay, but you can get by without it. I'm just saying. It's, it's much more enjoyable. Anyway, so every Friday night, every Friday night I go to my boyfriend's house and we watch WandaVision and usually cook dinner together. And that's like kind of a very routine thing that we do. Um... And, like, it is that one thing that I can, like, look forward to at the end of each week is, like, this is going to happen. Um, it's something, like, like that gets me through is a little moment like that. Also, the way that Bridget and I do our grocery shopping is each of us, like, mm. we shop for two weeks and we shop for four meals, mm-hmm. two per week, and each of us cook one per week. Um 
and I've really grown to love cooking in the pandemic. Yeah. So like I, the nights that it's my turn to cook or even when it's Bridget's turn to cook, I enjoy like sitting in the kitchen and either watching Bridget cook and helping or cooking the meal myself and getting to enjoy it. Enjoy like good food that we put work into or a new recipe or Mm. finding new recipes. Um, so that has been something that kind of gets me through the week or the work day is being like, okay, I'm going to go home. I'm going to work out and then I'm going to cook a really good meal and we're going to enjoy it. Um, yeah. And working out this 2021, like I haven't been like super fit, but just being like, okay, I'm going to do a 20 minute workout has been really good for me. And rewarding. Yeah. Like I have started going on runs and I'm not a runner in any way. Um, but I texted my boyfriend today and I was like, I can see how people could like doing this. Hypothetically. <laughs> <laughs> because I can see how someone could enjoy the progression of running. Like today, like my other roommate and I like mapped out a two mile like path um, that we did together. And I, and we both decided that we're going to keep doing that two mile path until we can run the entire two miles straight without stopping. And then once we can do that, we'll add on a little bit more and go from there. And when we ran it the first time we were running to the whole foods and right before the whole foods, there's a set of benches. And as we, and we started running from one point and we were like, okay, let's just make it to the whole foods. And then we were both like, okay, make it to the benches. And we got to the benches. And now every time that I do the run, I'm like, okay, make it past the benches. Okay. Now make it to the actual whole foods. Like and you just like keep pushing yourself to get to a further point before you stop and walk and catch your breath because that's what I have to do. Um, and so like today when I was doing the run, I made it past the benches and then I walked a little bit and then each like marker where we start running again, I made it a little bit further the next time. And I was like, okay, I could see how somebody could enjoy this, <laughs> like could enjoy the pushing yourself to get to the next thing. It's kind of like a challenge to yourself. So yeah. That has been good for me. And also reading. I've read more than I've read in four years. Oh, true. In, the, in January and February. I'm on book number 10. True that. Um, yeah, I just finished. I've, I've only, I have, I've been a little bad about reading. I've read two books so far this year, which is not enough, but. <gasps> Marissa. I know, but you I do have. the reading. Two more in my, in my list. One is one that I'm going to start reading because I just finished one today, but. Uh, Kristen Hanna, who's the author of The Nightingale, has written a really good book. I just finished that one. Um, And I was given a copy of her newest book. I was lent a copy of her newest book by my one of my coworkers, and I'm so excited to start reading. What is the name of it? It's Um, called um, The Four Winds. It's set in like I think Dust Bowl era, like Midwest. Another historical fiction. She does a lot of histor- like women centric historical fiction, which is basically what I read. So like also a lot of like (laughs) mid like um, washed uh books set in, in the west like, in the west is like her other category of book. i believe i believe this is like midwest mm. no but this is like i'm talking about like modern day like set in the west like oh. in like washington state anyways so that was kind of our tidbit on jobs we've had jobs we've quit also something i learned when i quit my internship that was really the first big thing that i quit and it's okay to quit because mm-hmm. for the longest time up until that point, literally the summer before my senior year, I was like, I stick to my word. If I say so, I'm going to do something, I see it out to the end and I'm going to do it and I'm not going to quit. It's okay to quit. Honestly, quitting that internship set something loose in me. And I quit a lot of things my senior year, um, <laughs> which all ended up being really good and for the best. And if you, if your gut feeling is telling you that you don't like this and this is not good for you, just quit. Maybe a person will get mad at you, but who cares? Fuck them. Sorry. But. <laughs> or send them a very strongly worded email. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways. I cannot encourage you enough to do a lot of different things and decide what you hate so that you can find what you love. Mm. Yes. Especially when you're young. Good Especially, point. Yeah. Also, you have the time. Yeah. Maybe- the world's not going anywhere, you know? We're not. We're still COVID, so. <laughs> we're still COVID, baby. <laughs> It's still COVID. So. so be that insurance coordinator that you're not qualified to be. Do it for a month and then decide not something to. else. Try dip, <laughs> dip, dip your toes in a lot of pools and see what like that. is the best it's temperature. Anyone can be an insurance coordinator. <laughs> Anyone can cook. Oh my God. <laughs> Remy the Ratatouille. I don't have TikTok. Somebody rat of all my dreams. Anyway. 
we know this was a uh, not the very end, but we know overall this is a more serious topic, and we're grateful that you guys have given us the space to talk about it. Um, if you have suggestions for what to do when you feel burnt out or anything else we should talk about, you should follow you should follow us on Instagram at too much pod. That's the number two, and then much pod, and let us know. Um, and you can also get notifications about when we post new episodes and leave us your general thoughts. And if you're feeling fancy, give us a follow on our personal accounts as well. Mine's at marissa.leota. Mine is at isagoal. That's I-Z-A-G-H-O-L-L. And mine is at Bridget Wallace. And remember to like, rate, follow, and turn on notifications, whatever your streaming app allows. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you all next week when we talk too much about something else.